You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. From the field to the film room to the war room, we've got you covered every step of the way as the road to the draft starts right now on BGN Radio. Hello and welcome to another episode of the BGN Draft Show. I'm your host, Shane Half. You can follow me on Twitter and YouTube at Shane Half NFL. I'm joined today by my co-host and fellow draft enthusiast, Dibes. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Mr. Crockpot. Be sure to check out his podcast, Party on Broad. Dibes, how are you doing tonight? Doing well, man. It's a, it's a bitter day. Like, senior ball just goes so fast, man. It, it's already... It's already gone. We're talking about it. We're wrapping a bow on this thing, getting ready for the combine in just a few weeks. Uh, But a lot of fun guys to talk about tonight. Yes, absolutely. We are going to dig into the senior bowl, not just for seniors anymore. I might add the the senior bowl for anyone who wants to participate. (laughs) So we're going to talk senior bowl winners and losers. Uh, Also joined by my co-host on Chalk Talk, Mark Henry Jr. Give him a follow on Twitter at Mark Henry Jr. Underscore. Be sure to check out his Tough Cover radio show every Saturday. Uh, Mark, how are you doing? Good. I, I feel like the Senior Bowl, I, I have a little bit of a love-hate relationship with the Senior Bowl because I feel like every year there's two or three prospects that I love that go to the Senior Bowl and just totally tank their stock. And I'm like, oh, man, they should have just not went. <laughs> um, but this year, I, I don't know if there's that many that I like absolutely loved uh, that, that, that dropped like a rock or anything. So... Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it was a good senior bowl week all-, all around. Had fun watching it from afar. Hopefully, uh, maybe a couple of us will be there to watch it up close next year. Yeah, there's a, I, this year, my, my issue with the senior bowl is there's a guy I'm very high on that now everybody's very high on that's going to end yeah. up going day one. And we'll talk about him here in a minute. I, I pride myself on finding these guys and, and saying they're undervalued and, This year, this guy's not going to be undervalued anymore, but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, So what we're going to do today, we're each bringing to the table two winners from the Senior Bowl and one Senior Bowl loser. Now, we did talk about these in advance to make sure we didn't have the same guys. So you'll hear us talk about nine different prospects today, six guys that improved their stock, three guys who eh, not not so much. So um, if you're watching on YouTube, we're going to have some highlights and some clips we show. If you're listening on audio platforms, you don't have to worry about it. You can find stuff all over Twitter about these guys as well. But uh, Dives, I will throw it to you first. Uh, who was your first winner uh, at Senior Bowl practices and game? Yeah, if you wanted to like give an award for a guy who made the most money, it's got to be Darius Robinson, an edge rusher out of Missouri. Um, he's a versatile D lineman. He was dominant on the field all week. Uh, he's got a really impressive blend of size and length and explosiveness. Uh, he was just a consistent pass rusher, winning one-on-ones, as you see on the clips here, using his length to you know give him lots of options as a rusher. Um, he was 
he's a really interesting guy. Uh, he's a guy that played primarily on the interior his first four seasons uh, for Missouri. Then last year, uh, he moved to edge and had 42 pressures, 27 run stops in 12 games, eight and a half sacks, 14 tackles for loss, made plays all week in, week out. Um, he, th I didn't really know about him. He was definitely under the radar uh heading into 2023 and man this guy is rising up the draft boards getting some first round buzz um so when you talk about strengths he's got elite length at six foot five um he at, for weaknesses he's kind of that tweener um because he doesn't have a lot of bend he doesn't have a lot of flexibility he's got some stiffness in his game um but like Darius robinson just screams eagles to me he's a tough hard nose Defender can play multiple positions. He his strength is uh, defending the run. He's got a red hot motor that never stops revving. Um, just big and long positional versatility. That's Philly's cup of tea. And man, Robinson seems to fit that bill. Um, and after an incredible Senior Bowl showing, uh, this guy looks to be uh, really rising up the draft boards. Listen, I know a lot of Eagles fans don't want to hear the words edge defender. When it comes to the top of the rounds, you know, especially when you have such high needs at safety and linebacker and corner. Um, but if this guy's sitting there round two, I know how he loves the trenches. He's definitely going to be in the conversation. All right. So Darius Robinson, edge rusher. Hopefully that doesn't anger too many Eagles fans out there. Um, Mark, who is your first guy? Try not to make it someone that'll potentially anger Eagles fans. Who is your first winner from the senior bowl? My first winner comes from my heart. Uh, I'll be honest. Uh, Cam Hart is a guy that you, you like the pun there, by the way. I, I do. That's, that's top notch. 10 out of 10. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm a diehard Notre Dame fan and Cam Hart's been a guy that I've loved watching for his entire tenure at Notre Dame. And I'm happy that the senior bowl, has really given him an opportunity to, to kind of show out in front of a lot of, I felt like there was a lot of really good receivers at the senior bowl this year, or at least a lot of different types of receivers. And you, you go search the cam Hart tape. It seems like he did a good job covering a, a wide variety of them, whether it be in practice, they just showed, we just showed the clip or in, in the game. And in the game, he also was stepping up in the run game and making big time tackles, making big time hits. Um, he is a guy who steps up and finds the ball, whether that be uh, making a play on the ball or whether that be tackling a ball carrier. And I felt like that showed throughout the week in the senior bowl. He's also a guy, he was projected like maybe late day three on some sites like PFF. I mean, we all use the mock draft simulator on PFF. He was like 163 or something like that on PFF. And people are now, you know, if you, you search it up, people are, saying maybe a third rounder, maybe that could even peek into the second. I mean, he's 6'3", or a, a, a shade under 6'3", 6'2", in like three quarters. He's got great size, great length, a great react and, and read and react ability, quick transitions on routes, and, and people have said he was one of the most consistent defensive backs from the week. He was a 2023 Feldman freak, and he's also like just uber competitive. He's been a part of really good defenses, top 20 defenses the last couple of years. Um, and, and a little tidbit from the Feldman Freaks column, he broad jumped 11-2. I don't know if that's, I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't, I'm not a broad jump expert, but people are telling me that, that it, it's pretty good. 
you don't, uh, yeah. you don't regularly broad jump, Mark? No, I, I'm not. I'm not all up on the broad jumping portion of the Olympics. Um, he he did hit 38 inches on the vertical and hit 23 miles per hour on the GPS. And in addition, Eagles fans, we all love to talk about a certain guy who likes to squat a lot of likes to squat a lot of weight. 505 pounds that Cam Hart squatted. That's a corner. Like him having that strength at corner. A lot of the time, I think we talked about it last week strength will come up with receivers and i'm like ah, does that really matter i think it does matter at corner because they're not going to be afraid to step up and tackle they're not going to be afraid to step up and, and find the ball and i think cam hart did that all week um in that clip against tez walker uh he he ended up getting a pick there on practice had a lot of just really impressive showings at least from what i saw all right um so my first guy i'm going to talk about uh i think Dives used the the verbiage that his guy made the most money at the Senior Bowl. Uh, I would maybe push back and say that this guy probably made the most money at the Senior Bowl. He's the guy that everybody's been talking about, and I appreciate you guys leaving me the layup on this one because you know I didn't have quite as much time to watch the Senior Bowl stuff. Uh, I was out, I was traveling this weekend, but it's cornerback Quinion Mitchell out of Toledo. Um, he he's six foot, one hundred ninety five pounds. Um. The book on him coming in, I mean, he was a really good player at Toledo. You don't know, you don't know what Toledo's mascot is, probably. I mean, they're Mud not hen. a big huh? Mudhen. Don't try me, Shane. Mudhen. <laughs> You're a degenerate. Is that really their mascot? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, there they're you the go. Mic. Now you know what Toledo's mascot is. They're a group of five team. I mean, you're not getting you're not getting a lot of like first round guys coming out of those of those situations. But at Toledo, he was a really good zone cornerback. Showed great route recognition, uh, playing you know off zone coverage. Has good acceleration. He's kind of got slow transitions at times. That was a big concern of his. But when you watch the Senior Bowl practices and things, he was probably the best player on the field. Um, he played himself into the conversation, not only for round one, but for potentially CB one. Uh, I know Daniel Jeremiah has got him as number 19 on his big board right now. And I, I don't know if I, I'm not going to go there yet. I haven't dug into all the corner tape yet. We haven't done our corner rankings yet, so I can't give a definitive opinion on that, but I know that people are talking about him in the CB one conversation. Now there were a lot of concerns about his ability to play man coverage and to press after playing in Toledo's zone-heavy scheme, in one-on-ones at the Senior Bowl, you're playing man coverage. There is no whole defense on the field playing zone, and he acquitted himself really well. So Quinion Mitchell is probably one of the biggest stock-up guys coming out of the combine, uh, along with you know Darius Robinson and another guy I'm going to talk about later, or probably the top three in my view. But uh, Mitchell, you're going to hear his name a lot, and... I don't know that you were hearing his name this much before the combine. He's a guy that, or excuse me, before the senior bowl, he's one of those guys that rocketed up big boards into the public discourse uh, this weekend. Yeah. I, I, I'll push back just a, a little bit on, on Quinion just because not, not anything Shane said. My, my point is like the CB one talk w- with him, I think is going too far. Um, I, I know that he did show out well in the senior bowl. And like I just said, a lot of really good receivers at the senior bowl this year. So I don't think that's nothing at all. He's a first round pick. I think he'll be in my top, probably 30, maybe, maybe top, maybe top 25. But I think people putting him over guys like Terry on Arnold 
and Kool-Aid McKinstry and even Nate Wiggins and Cooper DeGene to a little bit less of a degree. Uh, I think, I think that's a little bit too far. Um, I, 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 yeah, I, I don't think I'm, you know, I, I'm not even talking to either of you. I'm more so to, to come at some of the, the, the Twitter discourse out there. Cause you guys are right. He's rocketed up boards. I think he's going to have a Devin Witherspoon like rise. And that ended up being smart. Like, Devin Witherspoon ended up being incredible last year. I'm sure he's going to be one of the best corners in the NFL going forward. But I just think we got to see, especially Arnold and McKinstry, tested at such a high level in the SEC um, against the best receivers uh, in the college and hold up over a longer sample size than a week of practice. So um, just one thing I wanted to throw out there. I agree. All right. Uh, I do have to fact check you here live on air, Mark. Uh, the Toledo Mudhens are a 3A baseball team, a AAA affiliate of the Detroit Tigers. Toledo oh, is the no. Rockets. You're right. You're right. And I don't when know when you that, said, as I was saying, nobody knows what their mascot is. I was thinking you said that. I was like, I kind of thought it was a rocket, but I was willing to go with Mark and no more. So. Wow. Wow. Why did I know about the Toledo Mudhens minor league baseball team? Why is that even <laughs> – why is that in my brain? I don't, that's bad. I, I'm, I'll, I will never be more ashamed of anything I say on any podcast forever on than getting that wrong. All right. Well, there you go. I, I don't know. I might be able to dig up a few things you said over the years, but we move on. I digress and we move on. Uh, Dives, uh, tell me who your second winner was from the senior bowl. Yeah, it's Roman Wilson, uh, wide receiver out of Michigan. Uh, this guy was uh, just one of the most impressive players, especially throughout the week of practices. Uh, here's one of his biggest highlights of the week coming uh, on a one-on-one against Quinion Mitchell. The, the only guy that really could keep up with him was Quinion Mitchell, and he made him look silly. Uh, so Roman Wilson, man, uh, showed really good route running, uh, really flashed his ability to create separation. His short area quickness looked really solid. Um, you know, this is also one of the best deep threats in the the draft uh he finished 2023 with 12 deep catches that was 12th best in the nation per pro football focus uh so this guy tracking the football he's he's up there with the best of the best uh he's got the ball skills of a six foot five wide receiver um when it comes to weaknesses he doesn't have a lot of versatility and he's not a big yak guy but He's got a smaller frame, so he might be limited more so in the slot at the NFL level, which might not be a bad thing. Um, I expect this guy to test really well at the combine. So I think this is just the beginning for Roman Wilson and, and his draft stock. Um, and, you know, it's also worth noting that, you know, Michigan didn't really give him a lot of opportunities, but when they came to him, he thrived. He took advantage of them and, and capitalized every single time. I think this guy at best is a wide receiver three early in his NFL career due to his lack of physicality. Um, but that means he's an obvious attraction for the Philadelphia Eagles who are looking for exactly that. Uh, a wide receiver three in a Kellen Moore system that's going to spread the ball a lot more uh, across the offense. Um, the, listen, the quality and depth of the wide receiver position this year is arguably the best of all time. Uh, the fact that this guy stood out that much uh, says uh, just so much. So Roman Wilson was a huge winner this week. 
All right, there you have it. Our first offensive player listed as a winner. Um, Roman Wilson out of Michigan. Mark, are you going to keep the train rolling here with offensive winners, or are you sticking on the defensive side of the ball? No, I'm sticking with a specific position on the defensive side of the ball for all of my winners and losers. Um, But I I just wanted to add in dives. I absolutely uh, totally agree on everything he said there on Robin Wilson. And I think there's a chance. I I think Shane is inferring that a certain center from Oregon was number three on that major self money at the combine list. I think it's Roman Wilson. I I think there's a chance this guy ends up sneaking into like the top of the second round with some of the ways that people are talking about him. And he was a guy you could draft in on day three on some, you know, mock draft simulators, or at least in the in round three. Uh, Roman Wilson's a guy that I think there's a chance in two years we're like, man, Michigan, you know, held him back. Like we 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 really didn't get to see what he really could be. Uh, and you know, I think he probably made JJ McCarthy look a lot better than he was at, at times. So Roman Wilson's a guy that I, I like more every time I see him. Um, but who I'm going with is I'm going with someone who probably had to cover Roman Wilson this year. I'm going with Max Melton. Um, a Rutgers cornerback. And by the way, Rutgers, for being like such a, a nondescript school, put a lot of DBs in, in the NFL. Obviously, the McCourty twins. There's been a couple others as of late. Feels like the Patriots always draft them. Um, but just a weird little tidbit. Rutgers, DBU maybe. Um, but Max Melton is a guy that I, I got to be honest, it's not a guy that I had really close attention on throughout the season or even going into the all season wasn't a name that, that I had really talked about a lot, but I've been watching some tape on some corners because this news just, I mean, news flash, this just in the Eagles need corners. Uh, so Max Melton is a guy that even before the senior bowl, I, I started to really like, and his competitiveness jumps off the screen. He, he just, he's a dog uh, it, for, for lack of a better word, as you know, our, our embattled head coach would say, uh, but he was all over the practice fields all week. Um, he was one of the top foot speeds as recorded by, by the way, their zebra technologies is, uh, who records their miles per hour at the senior bowl. I thought that was funny. Uh, but Zebra Technologies, he was like a top three fastest guy at the Senior Bowl, hit 21 miles per hour. Uh, one of the biggest plays from the national practice was he ripped a fumble out from USC's Marshawn Lloyd near the sideline and then recovered it in bounds. Um, he, he's not the fastest guy and he's not the tallest guy, but he makes up for that by being really physical, by being really aggressive. And also he's got 32 inch arms. So even though he is short, he makes up for it with his length and his arms. And this is the, the, the probably where he made himself the most money. He was incredible in the red zone. Um, these red zone drills are slanted towards the, towards the offense. And he was shutting people down pretty routinely in the red zone. It was a, a lot of scouts said that it, it kind of really opened their eyes. And, and another thing that's interesting with Max Melton is, is the fact that he's 5'11" but he only really played outside. So in senior bowl practice, they were playing him inside at the slot and he played like, like 20, 30 snaps a year in the slot in college. So this is kind of a brand new thing. And people were saying he looked like a, like a five-year vet who had played in the slot his whole NFL career. And he had done the best in the slot of anybody that day. I think it was day two. Uh, but so we're talking about a guy who showed, that he could be a very good outside corner in college, even at 5'11". But we might be talking about a guy who is best used as a slot corner, so we haven't even potentially seen 
his best usage, uh, you know, in a, on a consistent basis. You, you might be surprised. Uh, I posted a mock draft last week where I had the Eagles take a corner in the first round. I had a lot of people telling me the Eagles didn't need a first round cornerback this year. And that really surprised me. Uh, so you might be surprised uh, what Eagles fans think about that. But I do have to yeah. ask you, Mark, um, do you know what Rutgers mascot is? I'm giving you redemption here. Oh, it's a shame. Scarlet Knights. Okay. Uh, I, I, I know it was a softball. I was just trying to give you a little bit of redemption here. It's upsetting. It's upsetting. I, I don't even know how I, I won't be able to bounce back from it. I, I, I forgot about it a little bit. And now you, you brought it up. I had another point I wanted to say you derailed me. I, well, I, I, I had I'm, to ask I'm here because Rutgers at least has the illusion of being obscure. If I ask you who Oregon's mascot is here in a second, yeah. that one's just, that one's just openly mocking you. So I was trying to do you a favor, man. But you're you're right. By the way, you're totally right on the Eagles fans' delusions about the cornerback position, um, because I, so something that I, I I've said on here, I think Eagles fans have become. It's almost like we focus on like one thing every year that they need to fix, and it was receiver in 2019, and it's, they had to draft Devonte Smith. We were so terrible at receiver, and I think that was right, but. We're so focused on linebacker. Eagles fans are like, oh, linebacker, you know, the way we treat linebackers is ridiculous. And no one's realized that we haven't drafted a corner in, in the first two rounds since 2017. Uh, you know, you can even make that a safety as well, a defensive back since 2017. I think I'm going to bring that stat up every show just because it makes me mad. And the Eagles desperately need an infusion of young talent at the, at the cornerback position and safety position, at the defensive back in the secondary. There, there's no way around it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. Uh, I've alluded to him. I'm going to talk about him now. Uh, my guy, interior offensive lineman, Jackson powers, Johnson out of Oregon. Um, he, he was six, three and two eighths of an inch at, at, uh, senior bowl measurements, which by the way, if you try to go look up like senior bowl measurements, they look really weird. Like his measurement will say six Oh three, two. All that means just, senior bowl combine 101 the, the first number is feet the second and third number are inches and the fourth number is how many eighths of an inch so 6032 translates to six foot three inches and two eighths of an inch just so you know uh he weighed in at 334 pounds uh, he had a phenomenal week at, at the senior bowl i mean it, it was incredible watching him he he dominated in one-on-ones which typically favor the defense and he did so not only at center, where he played all season, every single snap he played this year was at center, but he also did it at guard. Uh, now, he did play right guard for Oregon in 2022. So he's basically a two-year starter who's played two different positions, uh, and he excelled at the Senior Bowl, no matter where you put him, center, right guard, left guard, it didn't matter. Um, he sustained an injury uh, on the second day of practice, and I use air quotes because another thing you need to know about the senior bowl is these guys will come in and do really good in a day or two of practice. And then you just fight, basically find an excuse to be done. You've done what you came to do. You don't need to risk getting hurt. Uh, you don't need to put bad reps on tape. So you come out, you shine and you get out. And that's basically, I mean, maybe he tweaked a hamstring. I don't know, but more than likely anybody that you see injured at senior bowl practices, this is what they're doing. Um, it isn't often that you get first round hype for a center. 
and it kills me as a guy who loves interior offensive line that that doesn't happen. Like Creed Humphrey should have been a first round pick. And I was banging that drum in his draft and Jackson powers. Johnson is going to get that hype. He's getting it right now. And the versatility to play offensive guard as well. It opens up the teams that can be interested. I mean, pragmatically, if you think about a team like the Eagles, uh, well, maybe that's not a good example because they've already got cam. Well, no, it is. If Jason Kelsey retires, you know, you've got Jackson Powers Johnson sitting here and you've seen Cam Jurgens play right guard and not go very well. You need to shift him into center. But now the fact that Jackson Powers Johnson played right guard at the senior bowl so well enables a team like the Eagles to draft him and feel like you can plug him in and it's not as much as a projection. And that's just one example. But there's a lot of teams that are going to be interested in this guy and not all of them need a center. And so he dramatically opened up his options to be a first round pick. Uh, by showing out so well uh, at offensive guard. So he was a big time riser. He's going to be in the first round of a lot of mock drafts over the coming month. And it's very well deserved in my opinion. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now, unfortunately... For every Senior Bowl winner, there is a Senior Bowl loser. It's not a one-to-one, but there's Senior Bowl losers. And we got to talk about a few of those guys who saw their stock fall over the course of Senior Bowl practices. So, uh, Dibes, I'll throw it to you first here. Uh, Give me your Senior Bowl loser. This one uh, hits hard. Uh, I was a big fan of his. Uh, It's Tez Walker, wide receiver out of North Carolina. you know, the, he fought through some NCAA BS. Um, he was dealing with some eligibility things. And because uh, he was helping his grandmother, who was very sick, and he finally got on the field this season, he was without question Drake May's number one target. And they hit the ground running this year. When he, when he came in for North Carolina, they looked great. You know, three months ago, Tez Walker looked like a potential first-round draft pick. He had games of 130 or more receiving yards uh, against Miami, against Virginia, against Duke. Everything has gone downhill for Tez Walker since then. You you look at the Tar Heels uh, who lost their last two regular season games. Walker opted out for the Mayo Bowl. Uh, His senior bowl practices were just plagued with drops. You watched him in the game. He left a lot of yards out on the field. Uh, he didn't have a single catch, despite guys were throwing him the ball. 
Uh, he just couldn't bring it home. And in a draft full of amazing options at wide receiver this year, I think this guy easily probably might have done the least to prove himself. And although he had first round buzz um, during the regular season, this guy looks more and more like a middle round option at this point in time. Uh, there's a good chance he dominates at the combine with a really good 40 time, uh, but it's not looking good, unfortunately. So Tez Walker is my choice. All right. So Tez Walker, a guy that I've taken in a lot of mock drafts, uh, didn't have the best weekend. There's still time to bounce back, but it is a bump in the road. Uh, Mark, we sticking with cornerbacks here? That's the theme. We're, we're going <laughs> with the same theme for all three, all corners. And I'm going to, you know, our neck of the woods. Not not really. It's like five hours away from, from Philly. but Penn State, Our, our uh, necks of the woods are radically different. Yeah, Mark. yeah. Yeah, my, well, neck, that's of the, true. my I, neck of the woods is Tyler Guyton. I also said that, like, currently located in Texas. <laughs> it's like uh, I'm, I'm currently in Texas. Said that, but yeah, back in Pennsylvania, uh, there is a college uh, called Penn State, <laughs> and Kalen King played corner there, and he lost uh, at the Senior Bowl. Um, he just allowed far too much separation between him and receivers. Uh, he just he looked terrible. He was not. He lacked physicality. At every single level, he looked really small, like even smaller than he does on tape in college. Like I just thought he looked like he was getting kind of manhandled a little bit at times and just moved off of where he wanted to be. Um, and then if he ever got beat, he would just grab them. And he, and he was extremely grabby in practice. Uh, uh, just a, a really disastrous season and week for Kalen King. Or Kind of this senior bowl caps off a disastrous senior season for Kalen King. Cause this is a guy who people were talking about as a potential first round pick. If he came out last year, uh, I believe. And then he went back into the 60.3 overall PFF grade, um, terrible coverage grades, uh, you know, missed tackles, a little out an 82.4 passer rating. He just he had a bad year at Penn state. And whenever Penn state had a problem stopping the pass, it was because of Kalen King. Uh, so I think Kalen King kind of just showed what he showed all year at the, at the senior bowl. I think there were some people out there hoping that maybe it was just a down year. Maybe it was just, you know, something weird. Maybe he had an injury. I don't know. He looked the same to me as he looked all year. Who was the, it seems like every year there's a cornerback that's like they were going to be around one guy and they come back and their stock tanks. Who, who was the guy? There was like a guy a year or two ago that was like, in conversation to be like a top 10 pick and then just totally tanked his stock. And now the name is slipping my mind. I mean, Keely Ringo and Eli Ricks were right there. They were, they were top guys before last two years ago. Yeah. I think it was the year before that. I I don't know. I'll think of it later when we're not recording and viewers will just never know the answer. So that'll be great. (laughs) It's great podcasting. Um, Here, here's a clip that Mark, uh, Mark, you wanted to show. So here's, here's a clip of King. If it'll play. If yeah, I, I meant to. Uh, it's funny. Everyone had great reps against Kalen King. If you search every receiver's name that was at the Senior Bowl, you'll find a clip within the first two or three clips that's going against Kalen King. And apparently at the end of the one day, receivers were able to pick the corner they were able to go against. And everyone was just picking Kalen King, including Dibes loser Tez Walker. 
who Tess Walker was going to be my loser. Uh, a little, a little background. Dodge stole Roman Wilson and Tez Walker from me, but Tez Walker didn't look like a loser for precisely like a couple plays uh, <laughs> at, at the senior bowl. And it was when it was against Kalen King. So I, I would argue Kalen King's an even bigger loser, even though I was going to pick Tez Walker initially. That's funny. <laughs> All right, I will go to the quarterback position where you could argue everyone was a loser. It wasn't a great day. It wasn't great for well, not Spencer yeah, Rattler. Yeah. Not not Spencer, Spencer Rattler looked good. Yeah. Spencer Rattler looked good, but the guys that you've heard us talk about, Michael Penix, Bo Nix, uh, not good weekends necessarily for them. But I'll talk about Bo Nix. Um, I, I said on our QB ranking show that he had an adequate NFL arm, and, and you hope that when you show up at a live event, you know, and you've got him throwing next to other quarterbacks, it just jumps out a little more. And it, it absolutely didn't. Uh, he just didn't look the part. He missed a lot of throws, nothing special arm talent wise. He never looked comfortable in practice. Um, he did bounce back on Thursday and red zone drills, but it was a big letdown for him overall. And it, I don't think that Michael Penix jr had a good senior bowl particularly either in terms of accuracy and some things, but there's no doubt. Like you can tell a difference between those two guys when they're standing next to each other, throwing the football and not just because one of them's left-handed, but in terms of velocity and things like that, just a big difference. And so if you're going to take someone, uh, I mean, Bo Nix has the argument for being more dynamic and athletic than Michael Penix, but you know, at the end of the day, do you want the athletic guy or do you want the guy that's got arm talent if they both got warts? And teams will ask that question. That question's going to continue to be asked about QB4 in this draft. Uh, but I thought Bo Nix had an opportunity to show up and really wow some people, and he definitely didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's when he, when when his like bread and butter is that short intermediate routes and he's missing guys, it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> Right, right, absolutely. I want to have a passion and opinion about QB four, and I just I can't. Uh, <laughs> it's Michael. Just, you think it's Panics? Yeah, I mean, I probably would say it's Knicks for me, but I, I I don't. I'm not passionate about it at all. And JJ's right there too. The, those three QBs, I think, are they'll all have the same draft grade for me. Like and they'll yeah. all be within a couple spots to me. <laughs> I uh, thought you were about that, to say. I thought you were about to say they'll all have the same draft grade for me, and that grade is no. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. Uh, one quarterback that I thought really impressed, um, um, a guy that probably went from undrafted to day three guy, uh, is Carter Bradley. Um, I believe out of South Alabama, um, playing in his hometown, uh, has a cannon of an arm. Um, should I share the video? Sure. Yeah, we can throw it up here. Uh, has a really nice arm and was was hitting guys left and right. Um, I didn't really know anything about this guy until uh, the senior bowl week. Uh, so keep an eye out for Carter Bradley, who might turn some heads at the upcoming combine. Um, you know, he he doesn't give you a lot. He's not a dual threat guy at all. He's not going to make defenders miss. He's a pure pocket passer. Uh, but man, the, the arm talent is there, man. He's, he can drive balls, uh, you know, in the seams. Um, he's not a creator, uh, but if you're looking for a guy that can get the ball out fast, 
accurately uh, and go through progressions. Uh, this guy's pretty legit, man. Look at that. It's good. Got some, got some arm, man. So Carter Bradley, there you go. There you go. You know who went, you know, who went from potentially being drafted on day three to if you draft him, you should get ridiculed. <laughs> Sam Hartman. Sam Hartman, baby. <laughs> that guy's not an NFL quarterback. Go sell insurance, Sam. Like, I, I don't oh, know I, what, to, what to say. You, you just know the Eagles are going to bring him on to the roster, like Clayton Thorson, and make us watch a full preseason of, of Sam oh. Hartman and Midnight Green. It's going to be dreadful. <laughs> you, you learn the UFL, buddy. Like that, that's That's what I would say to Sam Hartman. I remember I remember writing a scathing uh, article about the drafting of Clayson, Clayton Thorson. Uh, I, I, I said something along the lines of I, I don't the site that I wrote those for doesn't exist anymore. But I said something about like when you get the opportunity or the, that when you play at a lesser school, you have to dominate lesser competition. And so when you get when you get the opportunity to draft a guy that was really bad at a bad school you should definitely jump at the chance who that's like that guy who played this year who who was that guy who played in the nfl this year and then you looked at their college stats and it was like he was terrible and it was like it was not like a terrible school oh my god this is the same thing as like shane not being able to remember the corner who fell i'm this is gonna bother me oh my god i can't remember backup quarterbacks who played this season this is a useless thing this is bad podcasting I mean, I'm still, I, I'm still shocked that Sean Clifford is in the NFL. That, that blows my mind. That guy was terrible. Yeah. Well, we talked about senior bowl winners and losers. We talked about triple a baseball teams. We talked about obscure quarterbacks. I think that I really think that's going to pretty much do it for our senior bowl winners and losers shows. Does anybody have any final thoughts they want to throw out there before I get us out of here? I can throw some names out there. Um, Go for it. Yeah, uh, Peyton Wilson, linebacker uh, out of NC State, uh, top five linebacker in this class, had a really good day, uh, especially in coverage. Uh, and we know how the Eagles love those guys. Keep an eye on Peyton Wilson, uh, six foot four, uh, really good, uh, interesting prospect. Jarvis Brownlee, day three corner out of Louisville, had a really nice uh, week, and he had an interception during the game. And then I'll throw out Theo Johnson, a tight end out of Penn State. Uh, massive, massive dude. Showed nice route running. Uh, he was a smooth runner. Uh, created some separation off, off the line there, which was nice. And then Gabe Hall, a defensive tackle out of Baylor, had a really nice um, uh, week. Six foot six defensive tackle, just massive. And then Braden Fisk uh, out of Florida State, another defensive tackle, uh, was another winner of the week. By the way, the quarterback who I was talking about was Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle. He had, like, the worst college stats of all time. And then had, like, a five-year backup. And then he started this year for the Jets, and he was uh, atrocious. Uh, but, uh, it, yeah. I was going to say, if it was against the Eagles, he probably would have looked like Tom Brady. <laughs> well, we made Zach Wilson look fine. Speaking <laughs> of a guy named Wilson – Peyton Wilson, who, who Dives mentioned, was almost uh, one of my guys here. Six foot four at the linebacker position is just insane. Like, he looks like a safety when he's out there covering, too. Like, he looks like Kyle Hamilton a little bit. Like, when he's when he's covering people in deep spots, it's insane. And then he's a linebacker and steps up and, and hits you in the face. The problem with Peyton Wilson is, like I've said, I think, he, I mean, 
he's had he just has such a long list of injuries that it's hard to even you know we're not doctors here uh, on on the BGN draft show so close, we I can't give him I can't clear Peyton Wilson. Uh, if you're a Sixers fan, we're all pretty we all pretty much have our oh, medical doctor. So true. <laughs> it's so true. It's disgusting how sad that is. One last guy to, to get past that, Kyrie Jackson from Oregon. Nice. That's a guy I really, really like going awesome. into the senior goal. And I, I saw he wasn't like a not a ton, not a ton of people are talking about him, but I saw some nice reps. People were talking about him a little bit. All right. So there you guys have it. Uh if you want to know more about any of these guys. Dives has got some videos out uh, on Twitter and YouTube covering senior bowl guys. Also just like punch these guys names into Twitter search, search media on Twitter, you know, type in Quinion Mitchell and, and you'll get a lot of, you'll know the senior bowl stuff. Cause it's the real grainy footage. That's hard to see, but you can <laughs> go watch these guys uh, for yourself. Um, that's about going to do it for this episode of the BGN draft show. We will, no, in two weeks, we will be back to our position rankings. Next week, we're going to do some live mock drafting, uh, and then we will get back to our positional rankings. But if you guys enjoyed this show, uh, be sure you hit that subscribe button so you get all the shows on the BGN radio feed. Uh, later this week, uh, Johnny and I will have out part one of a two, or who knows, it might end up being a three-part podcast, uh, breaking down Kellen Moore's offense and what it means for the Eagles, so you can get that all the other shows uh, check us out on Twitter. I'm at Shane half NFL dives is at Mr. Crockpot and Mark is at Mark Henry jr. We will catch you guys next week for another episode of the BGN draft show. Go birds. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.